0: Hello, friends. I'm Matt Baum, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage podcast. On Defining Marriage, we trace the decades-long evolution of marriage through the personal stories of those who lived through it. Defining Marriage is the story of how people from all walks of life fought to change marriage, and how fighting for marriage in turn changed them. If you've been listening so far, every week you've heard me read one chapter of my book, Defining Marriage, Voices from a 40-Year Labor of Love, as well as engaging in witty banter with my partner James. Well, as of this week, we've reached the end of the book, which means that if you'd like to hear the whole thing, you can jump back and listen to the first 18 episodes in order. Or you can pop over to Amazon and get the book as a digital download, or now in paperback. So, what happens with the podcast? Well, starting with this episode, I'll be revisiting the marriage work that I did as a reporter and an activist over the last decade. I gathered some historical news clips, as well as interviews I conducted and analysis from the dark days of marriage inequality. I'll play them for you, and then afterwards, I'll pop back in to talk about what was happening back then, which predictions came true, and which were a little off the mark, and what's changed in the intervening years. So let's start with three debunking videos. There was a period when the National Organization for Marriage was putting out a ton of commercials on TV and radio. They were, of course, full of lies. But unfortunately, Nam was really good at lying. So as a nerdy gay with a YouTube channel, I took Nam's campaign as a personal challenge. How can I take something that sounds reasonable, I thought, and show people that they're being lied to? And more importantly, can I make Nam stop doing that? So the first clip you'll hear is from 2010. Federal Judge Vaughn Walker had just ruled that Proposition 8 was unconstitutional and Nam was pissed. So they put out a radio ad to justify Prop 8 and attack Judge Walker. Here's my response to their ad. Hey, it's Matt from Stop8.org. So this week there's a new radio ad put out by the National Organization for Marriage, an anti-gay group with strong ties to the Mormon Church. And of course, it's full of lies about Prop 8. So let's break it down. San Francisco is unique, but should their values be imposed on the rest of America? Okay, now that's not a lie, but it's catty and misleading. Gay couples aren't imposing their values. It's not like they're going to force everyone to get gay married. Gays just want the freedom to live the lives of their choosing. If anyone's imposing their values, it's the National Organization for Marriage, which is trying to make the entire country live by their doctrine.
1: A gay San Francisco federal
0: judge Okay, maybe Judge Walker is gay. He's never confirmed or denied it. But so what if he is? Nam is trying to make it sound like he's biased because he's gay. But can they point to anything in his ruling that shows evidence of gay judge bias? No, they can't. Because it's a ruling that could have been written by any judge, gay or straight. And besides, Prop 8 proponents had the opportunity to ask the judge to recuse himself. And they didn't. So they only want to complain about him now that he didn't rule their way.
1: A gay San Francisco federal judge has ruled that marriage between one man and one woman is discriminatory and unconstitutional.
0: Nope, not even a little bit true. There's nothing in the ruling about heterosexual marriages being discriminatory. All he ruled was that banning gay couples from marrying is discriminatory. Heterosexual marriages? Fine. Banning gays from marrying? Discrimination. There's a difference.
1: His ruling could eventually impose gay marriage on every state in America.
0: Nope. It's not Judge Walker who would do that. It's the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which was written after the Civil War and guarantees all citizens equal protection under the law. So if they want to blame anyone, they should blame Abraham Lincoln, or as they might call him, a gay Illinois lawyer. This ruling is crazy and scary. No, you know what's scary and crazy? If your wife is dying in the hospital, they'll try to stop you from seeing her. If your husband's from another country, they'll try to have him deported. And if you're raising foster kids, they'll try to take them away. These are things that happen every day to gay couples. And they're not just crazy and scary. They're inhumane and terrifying. The judge claims a so-called fact that children don't need a mom and a dad, and that parental gender is irrelevant to child development. That's misleading. Judge Walker didn't claim it. We've known for years that gay parents are just as good as straight parents, and that love and affection are far more important than your parents' gender. And that's backed up by tons of expert testimony, depositions, and even a statement by the American Psychological Association. Nam is just trying to vilify Judge Walker for acknowledging reality.
1: He says that men and women have exactly the same roles in a marriage.
0: Misleading again, Judge Walker actually ruled that we no longer use what was once called coverture, a doctrine under which women lost their legal identity upon marrying. Does Nam seriously want to go back to that system under which the state treated women as legally inferior to men? He actually ruled that marriage as the union of a man and a woman is just an artifact of a time that's passed. No, let's look at the ruling. On page 113, Judge Walker says that gender discrimination, not marriage, is an artifact of a different time. Specifically, he says that society no longer forces women and men into different roles. He's not saying marriage is an artifact, he's saying discrimination is an artifact. And he slams people of faith by saying religious beliefs harm gays and lesbians. Wrong again. He's not talking about all religious beliefs. He's only talking about the belief that gay couples are inferior to straight couples. And this is one of Judge Walker's most thoroughly backed up findings. Look at the exhibits. He cites specific cases of religious leaders harming gays by calling them sinful, by restricting their access to equal protection, and by creating religious hostility. Case after case after case of people using religion as justification for discriminating against gays and lesbians. The evidence is right there. What are you going to argue?
1: America doesn't have to accept San Francisco's values.
0: Nope, and America shouldn't have to submit to Nam's values, either.
1: Time is short to save traditional marriage.
0: That's the biggest lie of all. The phrase traditional marriage can mean a lot of things. It can mean marriages where women lose their rights, marriages that prohibit blacks, forced marriages, marriages where adultery is punished by death. These are all traditions that have gone away, and we're better off without them. Just like the tradition of discriminating against gays and lesbians. And that's what makes that such a big lie. Nam's time isn't just short. It's already run out. Hey, it's Madden 2015 again. Reflecting back on that five-year-old video, a couple of things strike me. The first is that, although you can't see it on the podcast, I had a lot more hair. And tragically, completely failed to style it before it left me. Oh well. But perhaps more importantly, did you hear how crazy NOM's lies were? Even back then, in order to justify Prop 8, they had to completely make up facts and misrepresent the contents of the ruling. You'll hear the same thing in this next NOM ad from 2011. Back then, the Justice Department announced that they would no longer defend the Defense of Marriage Act, and once again, NOM was pissed. So they did what they always do. Lie about it. Here's my debunking of their ad from 2011. Lies, prejudice, and straight-up gibberish. It's Nam's new Pro-DOMA commercial, and we're gonna take it down. Let's look at the worst of it. He unilaterally decided to no longer defend our country's Defense of Marriage Act. Nope, not unilateral. Obama's decision was backed up by a recommendation from the Department of Justice, and by legal precedent that holds discriminatory laws to a higher standard of review. DOMA was passed
1: by an overwhelming bipartisan majority.
0: That was true, but it was a long time ago, and that bipartisan majority is long gone. In fact, the guy who wrote it, Republican Bob Barr, later apologized for it. And now he's one of the guys trying to get it repealed. And signed into law
1: by President Clinton.
0: You want to bring up Clinton? Okay. He also says that DOMA was a mistake and needs to be repealed. And he supports marriage equality. So, yeah. Clinton. Instead of doing his job to uphold our law, he's
1: dumping it behind our backs.
0: No, this is gibberish. It's not his job, he's not dumping DOMA, he's not going behind our backs, and he's not dumping marriage. Let's make it simple. The President does not defend laws if they violate the Constitution. This happens all the time. U.S. vs. Lovett, INS vs. Chada, Morrison vs. Olson, Metro Broadcasting vs. FCC, Simpkins vs. Moses H. Cohn, Gavitt vs. Alexander, League of Women Voters vs. FCC, Turner Broadcasting vs. FCC, Truman, LBJ, Nixon, Reagan, Bush 1. Plenty of presidents have done exactly the same thing, so don't pretend that Obama's any different. He's also not dumping DOMA. The law's still in effect, they're still enforcing it, and they couldn't have been more public about it. And as far as dumping marriage goes, What does that even mean? Even without DOMA, you can still get married. In fact, a heck of a lot more people can get married.
1: What's at stake? Marriage.
0: No. Marriage existed before DOMA. Getting rid of DOMA doesn't get rid of marriage. They're two different things.
1: A husband and wife dedicated to giving children the mom and dad they deserve.
0: No. This is a trick. DOMA has no bearing on how many kids have moms and dads. Kids get raised in all kinds of families, right now, whether or not DOMA exists. Not to mention, children deserve more from their parents than just a gender. They deserve love and they deserve legal recognition. That's how DOMA hurts kids.
1: Government of the people, by the people.
0: Oh look, the Constitution. You know, the very document that renders DOMA unconstitutional? You might want to try reading that. It's in cursive, so take your time.
1: With your help, we can protect marriage.
0: And this is the bit I just can't figure out, no matter how many times I hear it. This is a self-defeating argument. When you say protect marriage, you're saying that gay people harm marriage. But you can't show any evidence that that's the case. And God knows you've had plenty of opportunity to try. So the only explanation is an irrational, unexamined prejudice. And that's the very basis that courts will use when they finally overturn this law. Okay, it's me in 2015 again. Well, times sure have changed. Two years later, the Supreme Court agreed with the Obama administration and many of the politicians who were responsible for DOMA in the first place, and overturned the Defense of Marriage Act. What strikes me about this ad is how Nam repeatedly conflates DOMA with marriage. It's as if in their minds DOMA and heterosexual marriage are the same thing. Like, you can't have marriage if you don't have DOMA. Well, we've been without it for a couple years now, and it sure does seem like straight people are still getting married. So that's a relief. Also, at the end of Nom's ad, they ask you to go to DefendDoma.com. I was curious about what DefendDoma is, so I checked it out, and sure enough, it doesn't appear to have been updated since 2011. The Twitter link is broken, Nom's link to a petition no longer works, and if you click on Donate, you get an error message that says, Unavailable. Well, that's a real shame. Finally, let's take a look at a NOM video from October of 2012. That one featured a narrator explaining in meticulous detail why it was okay to discriminate against gay and lesbian couples, and it was one of NOM's most polished and also most desperate videos. And although we didn't know it at the time, NOM had good reason to be desperate when they put that video out. Here's my response. Well, the National Organization for Marriage has a new video out, and it's full of the usual crazy claims. Of course, we debunked all this during the Prop 8 trial, so it's easy to call them out, starting with a comparison of same-sex couples to drug dealers and pedophiles. What do loving, committed gay and lesbian couples have to do with criminals? Nothing. This is just demeaning people, for no reason. Words like these do serious, long-lasting harm, particularly to gay and lesbian kids. And then there's this. Natural marriage. This term is nonsense, because marriage doesn't come from nature. We're talking about something that comes from people, a set of laws. During the trial, Harvard history professor Nancy Cott testified the state is involved in granting a status to that institution that no informal marriage has ever approximated. Not to mention, with this term, NAM is calling gay people unnatural. It's just more name-calling. It's not surprising that NAM gets their terminology so wrong, because their definition of marriage defies reality. Here's what NAM thinks marriage is.
2: Natural marriage creates children.
0: No, sex creates children. There's a difference between sex and marriage. You don't have to be married to create children, and you don't have to have created children to be a parent.
2: It best raises children.
0: No, this has been debunked by one medical organization after another. Nam knows that it isn't true.
2: It protects women. It civilizes men.
0: At least, to Nam's credit, this is sexist against both men and women. This is a hard claim to debunk because it doesn't even make sense, but what Nam seems to be saying is that if gay people can get married, then suddenly men will start impregnating women and then leaving them to go commit crimes. This is offensive to just about everyone, but most of all, to reality.
2: It lowers crime, poverty, and welfare, which in turn reduces government spending and deficits.
0: That's actually true. Marriage has a stabilizing social influence, but not just for straight people. The same holds true for gays and lesbians. If Nam really cared about reducing crime, poverty, and welfare, then they would want us to have the freedom to marry. So what have we learned? That an organization calling itself the National Organization for Marriage apparently doesn't know what marriage is or how it works. Same-sex
2: marriage offers
0: no benefit for society as a whole. This is another crazy claim that we could spend all day debunking, because as everyone knows, including Nam, there are thousands of legal rights and ancillary benefits that accompany marriage. And the last time we checked, gay and lesbian couples were part of society.
2: Same-sex marriage merely validates sex partners.
0: It takes a lot of nerve to make such an offensive statement. Nam's talking about families here. They're dismissing loving, committed couples as mere sex partners, which goes beyond civil debate and enters the realm of invasive personal attack. It's unacceptable.
2: We know, statistically, that natural marriage creates the best possible family for children.
0: This isn't true, either. Nam may claim to know this statistically, but they don't cite any actual data. That's because those statistics simply don't exist. They're made up.
2: Your business and your taxes fund homosexual relationships.
0: This is another weird claim. Businesses aren't funding anyone's relationships. It's true that in some states, companies may have to do business with gay couples, but that has nothing to do with marriage. And as far as taxes go, gay and lesbian couples have to file extra returns and pay more taxes, because the government won't recognize those relationships.
2: The law already treats everyone equally. Every citizen can marry someone of the opposite sex.
0: That's cute, but Nam knows that that's not really what's at issue here. Yes, everyone can marry someone of the opposite sex, but only straight couples have the freedom to marry the person they love. Only straight couples can form a complete legal family unit with the person of their choosing. Gay and lesbian couples are out of luck. That's not treating people equally. And this is the same argument that people made for racist anti-miscegenation laws. These laws treat people equally, the argument went, because everyone is free to marry someone of the same race. That didn't make sense in 1967, when the Supreme Court ruled in Loving v. Virginia. And it doesn't make sense today.
2: But only the union of one man and one woman should be promoted, because it alone is the foundation of a civilized society."
0: More name-calling. Nam is saying that gay and lesbian couples aren't part of civilized society. That they're uncivilized. That's bad enough, but look what comes next.
2: That's not bigotry. That's biology.
0: So, let's see. Nam just compared an entire minority group to criminals, called them unnatural, said they're less fit to raise children, demeaned their relationships, and called them uncivilized. And then they say, that's not bigotry. Okay, we're back to 2015. I remember that being a particularly exhausting video to make, in part because of the density of misleading information. Remember, this was October of 2012, and NAM was getting desperate. Four states were about to vote on marriage equality—Washington, Maryland, Maine, and Minnesota—and although voters had rejected the freedom to marry in dozens of states in years past, for the first time ever, it was looking like the queers might actually win in 2012. So this ad was part of a NOM strategy to reassure voters, no, don't worry, it's okay to discriminate. But of course, they were fighting a losing battle at that point, and must have known it. Multiple polls showed a majority of Americans supported the freedom to marry at that point. And sure enough, a month later, voters in all four states rejected NOM's ballot measures. And strangely enough, they haven't made any videos since then. I'd like to take full responsibility for that. You're welcome, America. Next week I'm gonna take a look at some more debunking videos. The clips we heard today were all national fights, but next week's we'll dissect the lies that Nam was spreading state by state. That includes the organization's brief and inexplicable obsession with a moose. And until then, listeners, please do get in touch and let me know your thoughts and questions on Twitter. I'm at Matt Baum. And leave a review on iTunes. Those reviews make a huge difference. Don't forget to hop over to Amazon and get Defining Marriage in print or via download. And if you do pick up a copy, it would mean a lot if you could leave an Amazon review with your honest opinion. And check out my other podcast, The Sewers of Paris, for revealing personal stories about the entertainment that changed the lives of gay men. Now, until next time, friends, by the power vested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over.